Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of Dimming the Gaslight. My name's Mac, and I am so glad you guys are back for a brand new episode. Um, everybody's been reaching out to me after last week uh, with episode 13, and I also did a bonus episode about how she wouldn't let me have my kids back uh, during my parenting time, and uh, I also posted on Instagram about a huge victory that I had this week, so that's why I'm here to tell you guys all about it. Um, before we get started, you know, I got to plug my normal stuff, uh, so please follow me on Instagram at dimming underscore the underscore gaslight, and also if you'd like to be a part of the show, email me at dimmingthegaslight at gmail.com. And also, please rate, review, subscribe. Um, please leave a review if you like the show. Give it five stars on Spotify. Um, and yeah, let's keep getting the word out there. Um, so if you didn't listen to episode 13 and the bonus episode, you might want to go back and just check it out just so you can get a better idea of you know what's going on with the situation. Um, but I went to go pick up my kids on my parenting time, and she wouldn't let me have my kids. So... Um, because I didn't have my supervisor because, you know, I was supposed to have a supervisor, but we had in principle, uh, an agreement to drop uh, parental time. The only thing really we were arguing about was the percentage of the mortgage and was I going to pay 60% or was I going to pay 50% or was I going to pay 55? So this wasn't about supervised visits, but she wouldn't let me have my kids. So, um, I left without the supervisor because she wouldn't let the kids come outside. And, um, I called my lawyer and I said, listen, um, of course, you know, the number one priority is seeing my kids, but let's call, let's be honest, right? Would it help my case if I go and get my kids with the supervisor? And my lawyer goes, of course it would. He's like, because it just shows that you're going to move mountains in order to get your kids. Um, so I called my normal supervisor and I said, you know, I need you. I'm sorry. And he's like, nope, I totally get it. But usually I get my kids from 10 to four. Um, but he said he wouldn't be available till 1230. So I was like, all right, I'll pick you up at 1230. But I kind of goofed up and I told the next that I would be there at 1230. So instead of it normally being 10 to four, it was going to be 1230 to 630. Um, but I messed up and I picked the guy up at 1230. So we didn't get there till one. So I picked the kids up with the supervisor and I didn't tell her, but I was just going to keep them from one to seven because screw her. She delayed my whole day and I would have been there from, you know, 10 to four, but 
you know, she screwed me over. So tough shit. Um, so we had a great day, went to the park, went to the playground, you know, it was snowing a little bit and we were catching snowflakes on our tongues. And, um, I took them to, um, you know, I, am from New Jersey. So we went to like this New Jersey landmark. If you ever watched the show, the Sopranos, um, there, you know, the ending scene of the entire show where Tony Soprano gets shot or whatever the hell happens to him. Uh, we went to the place for burgers and got these huge Sundays and it was just awesome. It was absolutely awesome. So, um, on the way back, I'm driving back to the house and it's six 30 and, and she sends me a message on our family wizard and she goes, where are you? And I said, I kept until seven o'clock because you delayed me. And you know, I, I know I said, you know, till six 30, but I'm going to keep until seven. And she blew her top. She said, I'm calling my lawyer. I'm calling the cops. And she's like, um, this is not going to be tolerated, blah, blah. And, uh, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I, I really don't care because you delayed me because of the supervisor and none of this would have happened if you weren't such an asshole but you are an asshole so this is the world we live in and um so whatever I never heard from the cops I don't care if she calls the cops I mean the lawyer's gonna look at her and go really I mean not even the lawyer but her, her lawyer will look at her like she's crazy but the judge is gonna look at her like she's crazy because the judge can be like really you call the cops over half an hour like she's just proving my point of how much of a nutcase she is so um, the judge let us know that was on Sunday. The judge let us know that she wanted us to have a signed consent order. The deadline was Tuesday. Okay. So Monday I stayed completely silent. Didn't say anything. Bided my time. Tuesday morning, I get a call or a, a message from my lawyer saying she came back, you know, again, we were only supposed to be arguing the percentage of the mortgage that I was going to pay, but instead on Tuesday morning, she comes back with all these stupid requests. Um, one of them was limiting my parenting time with the kids. So um, right now it's 10 to 4. She wanted it to remain 10 to 4, but just no supervisor. I'm like, that's not expanding parenting time. It was supposed to be 10 to 6.30. She reduced it to 10 to 4. Um, then on, I'm also supposed to get the kids unsupervised during the week, Um from 4 to 6.30 p.m. for dinner twice a week, and she wants 4 to 6. I'm like, no, not going to do it. Um, the other thing she wanted to do was um, like extracurricular activities. So if the kids have baseball or dance lessons or whatever it may be, she wanted to split the cost of that, and I pay 52%. She pays 48%. I'm like, nope, not doing that. Um, she came with this huge calendar of like um, – you know, for the next like two months of like, you know, alternating Saturdays and Sundays. And she wanted Easter and she wanted a family baptism, which these people, her family are the most atheist people in the world. They have no God. They don't believe in baptisms. And like, she just put it in the family calendar because it was like this thing that I couldn't question um, because she was trying to dupe the court. Um, and just like another day that she was like super adamant about having, but wouldn't tell me why. Um, so that was another thing that she wanted. I'm like, no, that's not happening. Um, she also wanted to reduce my calls with my kids because I, you know, every single time I want to talk to my kids on a video call, I have to call her and be like, okay, what time are you guys available? And she'll always be like, we have plans or we could do a quick one, but we have plans. We have plans. That's always the excuse. And I actually, I submitted that as evidence through the motion. She always says I have plans and it's like pulling teeth to try and get a call with my own kids. Um, and then she rushes them off the phone. So she wanted to do, um, I'm only allowed 15 minutes calls. This is what she proposed. 15 minute calls on Zoom so she can record me. Um, and uh, we've been doing Zoom so she could record me. But the original consent order says FaceTime. And I don't know why I've been doing Zoom. Um, but I've been recording her through QuickTime on my Mac. But that's neither here nor there. Well, it is here nor there. Um, 
So she wanted that. I said, no, I'm not going to restrict my calls to 15 minutes and be rushing off the phone with the kids. No, fuck that. Um, she also, with the whole bipolar thing, she wants me to submit my prior medical records from my old psychiatrist to the new one, and she wants copies of that. I'm like, fuck no. That's HIPAA-provided um, protected information. I'm not doing that. Um, and what, like, she's just fucking crazy. I'm not going to do that. Um she she just came with all these stupid things, right? All these stupid requests, right? So I called my lawyer and I said, listen, I said, call them back and tell them we are not negotiating. Tell them they agree to what the judge said and now I have some extra stipulations or we're going to try the motion. And my lawyer goes, you know what, Mac? I am right there with you. After the way she acted on Sunday and, and saying that she wasn't going to sign the consent order, she goes, let's try the motion. I said, I don't care what it costs. Just do it. I was like, let's just try the motion because I have all the evidence in the world. And you want to fight? You want to go to war? Let's go to war. And so she did. My lawyer called him and she said, hey, listen, you know, you were supposed to agree to this. Now you're changing things. So Mac said, we're not going to negotiate with you. We're going to try the motion. And... In the words of my lawyer, she crumbled like aluminum foil, Her, my ex's lawyer. Um, she's like, well, I don't know what the term was that my lawyer told me, but she's like, well, maybe if we could try this, like this term of like settlement or negotiation. And my lawyer is like, why would we do that? Why would we do that? We have all this evidence. Why would we do that? No, we're just going to try the motion. My lawyer goes, listen, either you're going to agree to what we say now or we'll try the motion. Your choice. But you have to you have to um, you have to agree right now. And so she said, what I'm going to do is my lawyer told her lawyer, she goes, we're going to sign, send you over the stipulations that now we have, and it's going to be signed by Mac. And all you have to do is sign it. If you don't sign it, ironically, we had a return date of that day, Tuesday at 1.30. So it's not, if you don't want to sign it, we'll see you in a couple hours in court. And she's like, well, you know, my ex is still in work and, you know, we don't know if she can make it. We're like, not our problem. We'll see you in court then. Um, so wouldn't you know it? I came back with my new stipulations, right? And so I said, um, okay, so my calls with the kids are going to be 30 minutes, not 15. And they are only to take place between 5 to 6 p.m., and they will only be, only be on FaceTime, no Zoom, because I did not give her permission to record me, and I can still record her on FaceTime, okay? Um, secondly, all the bills are out of my name on April 1st. So at the time this recording today is actually April 1st, but I said all the bills are out of my name by April 1st, okay? Um, also, in terms of selling the home, I said... We will immediately, quote unquote, immediately get a home inspector and an appraisal, okay, on my home. And then she has 30 days to either, after the appraisal and inspection, to either buy me out or refinance the loan. But I'm off in 30 days after the appraisal and inspection. Um, and I also said... I want to fire the kid shrink because as I mentioned in prior episodes, she made my son tell the shrink that I told him go fuck himself. And he told the shrink that, and this kid has been fed a false narrative. The shrink, Dyfus, everybody has been fed a false narrative and I get to fire them and we will choose a new psychiatrist together for the children. 
um, because all the all the quote unquote trauma that they've experienced is all based upon a false narrative. It's bullshit. Okay, um, so all this stuff. Oh, and another thing is with the shrink, right? Well, okay, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, so I sent all this stuff in, and guess what? They signed it in ten minutes because they didn't want to fuck with me. With my evidence was way too strong. Way too strong. Oh, and I took Easter away from them. I took that baptism away from them. And I took some that other day that she wouldn't tell me why she wanted it so bad, but she really wanted it. I just fucking took it away from her. I said, if you don't, if you don't agree to this, we'll go see you in court. And she didn't want it. She didn't want the smoke. So, um, <laughs> also, you know, um, the judge ruled. So, you know, if you listen to episode 13, I was talking about, um, you know, am I going to pay 60% of the mortgage? So I originally, the judge said 60%. I tried to negotiate to 50 and my ex said no 60. I said that I'm not signing. And the judge came back with 55%. So you know what? I'm actually happy about it because I'd rather the judge say 55 than the ex say 55. And honestly, I'm only going to have to pay the mortgage for the next say 30 to 60 days and I'm already done with it. So she can kiss my ass and then that'll get off my bill. So listen, when I, all that happened, man, I was on cloud nine and that's when I made that post that all you guys saw and all you guys messaged me about, about like, listen, I got my victory. I'm on my way to go get my kids for dinner. And then I put, you know, I made a post just with my logo and I said like, you know, dimming the gaslight is not just the name of a podcast. This is my fucking mission statement. And I swear to God on that day, the light, the gaslight was dimmed a lot, man. I've been fighting for months and months and months to get in front of a judge to show my evidence. And my evidence was so strong. And like I said, on the, on the, on the bonus episode, I I mentioned she was in the, in the room with her lawyer during the motion. And I guarantee you that's because if she were to be questioned by the judge, she would sit there going, uh, uh, uh. So she was in her lawyer's office, so the lawyer could put her on mute and advise her what to say because she would have been fucked if the if the judge asked her, you know, about all this evidence. Oh, well, you know, all the timeline. Oh, you say he was strangling you? Well, how did he, how are you, how come you're texting him at the time you're saying he's strangling you? Like, it doesn't even make any sense. Um, so yeah, man, I was feeling myself hardcore. Oh, and then you know what I did? So I did, I fired the lawyer, I mean the kid's therapist and I called her. Well, so right after the they signed, I messaged my ex and I said, let the kid's therapist know that they will no longer be doing visits with her. And she texts me back and she goes, already done. And I go, you just signed the consent order 10 minutes ago. What do you mean it's already done? I go, you know what? Fuck it. So I called the kid's therapist and I said, hi. I said, this is, you know, my children's names. This is their dad. And um, I'm calling to let you know that they're no longer going to be doing visits with you. And I said, did my ex let you know that? And she goes, no, she didn't let me know that. I was like, okay. Well, I was like, you know, we've talked before and, 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 um, you know, you said you're not trying to get in the middle of anything, but I just want to let you know. I was like, the judge heard my evidence and she ruled that my ex's narrative is all a lie. And you've been treating my kids based upon that lie. And I was like, and also I can prove that my ex is the abuser. And I sent her a picture of the cuts on my chest and I couldn't help myself. And I know she doesn't really care, but, um, it was fucked up with my wife did what my ex-wife did it was fucked up because these kids did not see violence. And she's these Dyfus and, uh, you know, child protective services. Uh, we call Dyfus around here. I know, I don't know what it's called around the world. Child protective services, 
um, you know, and the shrink were treating my kids based upon this information that they saw violence that they didn't see. So um, I was so happy to fire her. And uh, then my ex sent me a message. She goes, don't message the kid's therapist. She said that she never wants to talk to you again. And I wrote back to my ex. I go, funny, why doesn't she tell me herself? Um, <laughs> fucking bitch. So, uh, yeah, man, I was feeling myself after that, after that settlement. And um, she was pissed. She's pissed. And now um, she's reaching out to me a lot more because she's spiraling and she's messaging me about bills and uh, the appraisal and the inspection and the times with the kids and whatever. Oh, and another funny thing is um, she deleted all those bullshit events, you know, like the baptism and Easter and stuff. She deleted all those things in our family wizard. And then she started adding the doctor's names that I've been asking for since December. And I screenshotted it and I sent it to a bunch of my friends and I go, this is how you train your narcissist. I was so proud of myself because she got cornered. Cause that was another thing that's in the consent order. She has to populate all the doctor's names. Um, so I reached out to her. Hold on. Let me take a drink of water real quick. <clears throat> so, um, I reached out to her and I said, I know someone who will do the appraisal on the house for free. And she's like, how do I know them? And I told her, like, I know someone who sold their house and they use this real estate firm um, and they'll do the appraisal for free. But you have to, like, kind of consider them to be your realtor down the line. There's, it's kind of like a handshake agreement. It's no big deal. Um, but this dummy responds that she was already approved for a refinance loan um, and we have to use her bank for the appraisal. And I'm like, I didn't agree to that. That's not what the consent order says. And so I called my lawyer and I'm like, yo, she's saying that she just got approved for a refinance loan. I was like, it's less than 24 hours since we signed the consent order. And she's not allowed to do that for 30 days after the appraisal and inspection. And my lawyer goes, okay, no problem. We'll let the judge know. And now the judge chooses the appraisal and inspection. I'm like, perfect. Great. Take it out of her hands. Um, it actually helps me if she did you know, start the refinancing process because, you know, in 30 days, if she's already been pre-approved, but how do you get pre-approved if you don't know the, the, um, the value of the home? How do you get pre-approved? Doesn't make any sense. This is stupid. Um, so the other thing she did is so, well, so, okay. She already violated the consent order within 24 hours by doing that. Then the second thing she did is, um, she, so I don't know what happened. I took all the bills out of my name. I thought I took my credit card off of auto pay um, and I got charged um, the entire mortgage on my credit card. I guess I didn't take it off of auto pay. So I'm like, oh, shit. Um, so I called my lawyer and I let her know and I'm like, shit, it went through auto pay. And she's like, well, you can't get your money back. She's like, but now it just basically means you're, you know, cause I'm responsible for 55%. So I just paid a hundred percent. So she goes, just pay 10%. I hope my math's right. She goes, just pay 10% next month. And which is nothing. So essentially I'm two months ahead on the mortgage. Um, so I messaged her and I let her know. And I was like, you know, you still need to pay your portion. And she goes, no, I paid the full mortgage. And I go, wait, what? And she sent me a screenshot. She goes, I paid the full mortgage. Well, I mean, essentially she's been on vacation for five months, not paying anything. So I'm not surprised. But she goes, you owe me your 55%. I go, 
what? I was like, if you look, and then I screenshotted the consent order and I sent it to her and I go, this is supposed to be paid to the bank. I pay my portion or the, the mortgage company. I pay my portion. You pay your portion. I'm not, there's no money. Of, there's no exchanging of money between us. So she violated it again. However, I will admit <clears throat> it only helps the equity of the home because if we get ahead of the mortgage, then that's just less money that's got to go back to the bank. So it does help me, but it, it, she's violating the consent order. So that's two things. So then um, I was excited to do this. So I reached out to her and I said, I want to do a FaceTime call with the kids tonight. And she goes, I have a doctor's appointment at 445. Said, okay. I was like, well, per our consent order, calls are scheduled between five and six for a half an hour. What time is good for you? So she goes, well, I have a doctor's appointment at 445, but we'll do 515. So I go, okay. So later on in the day, she sends me a Zoom link. And I write back and I screenshot. And I said, no, per our consent order, it's FaceTime only now. And she goes, well, I don't have internet. And I was like, then how are you doing Zoom, <laughs> idiot? And she's like, well, I have Zoom on my phone so I can do data on my phone, but you're not calling my phone for FaceTime. I said, I never said anything about your phone. I said, the kids have iPads, put them on a mobile hotspot and they can FaceTime me. And she's like, no, we'll only do Zoom. And I was like, no, you're in violation of the consent order for the third time now in three days. And... um so she's like, um, she's like, we're sitting here on Zoom. I said, I don't care. I was like, I don't care. She's like, stop making this so difficult. She goes, I'm being flexible. She goes, log into Zoom and see your kids. I was like, the consent order is in place to remove that flexibility. That's the whole point. So what are you talking about? So I said, all right. And, and I wish I didn't do this, but I go, you know what? Fine. I'll go on Zoom for this one time only if you turn the recording off. And so she's like, okay. So she turns the recording off and then we get on the phone and I'm like, Hey guys. And they're like, hi daddy. And they're like, I was like, what are you guys doing? They're like, we're coming back from um, mommy's uh, doctor's appointment. I'm like, Oh, okay. I was like, you guys heading home? And they're like, no, we're heading out to ice cream. Cause we were so good. And I look at my watch and maybe I shouldn't have done this, but it's six 20 at night. And I go, huh? I was like, you guys are going to ice cream? And they go, yeah. I go, how far away are you? And she's like, oh, about 25 minutes or so. And I go, oh, interesting. I go, you know, I had the cops called on me um, on Sunday because I didn't have them home by 6.30 because they have such a strict schedule. And you're 25 minutes from home and it's 6.20 and you're taking them out to ice cream. And she lost it because she wasn't recording. And... um I did record it, but the stupid problem was I had my headphones in, so it didn't record on my phone, so you can't hear the audio, which I'm so pissed. Um, but she got pissed, and uh, I was like, and you know, like, so I don't know, we were like, I said, don't talk to me or something because, you know, the calls are supposed to be with the kids, not with you and I. And she started like laughing, like taunting me, like, <laughs> like taunting me like that. And I just, my blood was boiling. I was like, all right, all right, guys, have a good night. I'll talk to you later. And I just hung up because I couldn't deal with it because she's so fucking obnoxious. I can't stand it. So, um, yeah, I've put her sort of in like a very, you know, she's pissed. She's spiraling because the narrative's gone. You know, she can't keep it up. And, uh, you know, I I've checked me. You know what I mean? Like I spent all this time putting together my evidence and getting everything together and, uh, She's pissed. She's spiraling. And, um, you know, so I had, um, 
I had my first unsupervised visits with the kids. It was so awesome. Um, they got in the car and uh, I took them to Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, they love Chuck E. Cheese. It's a it's a pizza place for kids. It's like a uh, arcade for kids, and they absolutely love it. And um, I got to do my son's homework with him inside Chuck E. Cheese while we were eating pizza. And um, he he uh, he's in kindergarten, so it's just like drawing the letter X, you know, like and we just draw, but like we we're doing X and then like uh, like sight words like recognition of like you know words that start with x so x-ray and xylophone and you know whatever um can't think of many words that start with x um but it was great it was so nice to just be a dad you know what i mean like not have to be rushed through things not only to see him for six hours a week um it's just so nice and then um my son really likes this is a fun story so my son, he really likes that song, um, that Ed Sheeran song, that my bad habits lead to late nights, spend it alone. He loves that song, right? So um, keep that in mind. So when I was going through my shit with the restraining order and I compared it to being lost at sea and I used to be laying on the floor and crying and just being sick and sad and oh my God, it was darkest time of my life. Um, one of my listeners... Uh, this was before the podcast, but somebody somebody that listens to the podcast now and somebody I had met before I did the podcast um, is a super devout Christian, and she sent me this song. Um, it's called I'm Gonna See a Victory, and it's this Christian rock song by, I think the band's called Elevation Worship or something. And I'm not into Christian music, okay? But um, I really like this song. It became like my mantra, like, I'm gonna see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. And um, so, okay, so we're in the car, right? And my son goes, Daddy, play that Bad Habits song. Back to the Ed Sheeran song. So I'm playing it. I play it like three times. I'm like, dude, I was like, you know, there's a lot more songs in the world besides this. And he's like, yeah, I know. And I was like, do you want to hear some of Daddy's music? And he's like, yeah, play something you like. And like, this is like a father's dream. Like, <laughs> what am I going to play this kid? I'm like, oh, what is he going to like? What's he going to like? So I go, hey. And, you know, I had just signed the consent order and it was my first unsupervised visit with the kids and I go hey do you know what victory means and he goes no what does victory mean I go it means to win and he goes okay and I go can I play you a song called I'm gonna see a victory and he's like yeah play it so I play I'm gonna see a victory and he's and I'm singing it and it's I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory and then He's sitting in the back of the car and he's just mouthing those words, right? So it gets over and he goes, Daddy, play it again. So I play it again and he's in the back of the car going, I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. And then it ends and he goes, Daddy, play it again. So I played it like three or four times and he's just singing it. And every time he's getting louder, I'm... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, 
so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. And uh, so the whole day, the whole car ride home, he's doing that. And um, he gets out of the car and he starts marching down the drive. He gives me my hug and my kiss goodbye. And I told him I'll see him later. And then he uh, starts marching down the driveway going, I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. And, uh, you know, he, he, he gets into the house. And right before he crosses like the threshold to the house, he leans out. And my, my ex is there. And uh, she's listening to him say it and he turns around and he goes, daddy. I go, what? He goes, I'm going to see a victory. And with my ex standing right there, I go, I'm going to see a victory. And I drove away and she was just shaking her head. Uh, she probably thought I was taunting her and I kind of was, but tough shit. I won. <laughs> I won and I saw my victory and it was really nice. And you know what? So then I got in the car and I looked at my rear view mirror and I just go, I can't believe I came from listening to that song to this day and how grateful I am to have survived all that, you know, um, how grateful I am to be seeing these tides turn. Um, I got my kids back. I did get my life back and, you know, the divorce is moving along. So Another really cool thing is um, if you go back and you listen on episode 10, I believe, or, or maybe it was episode 11. It was episode 11, I believe. Um, I interviewed these uh, called Been There, Got Out. It's Chris and Lisa from these high-conflict divorce coaches. And um, we had a discussion about like what you can do to um, like help your kids if they're being gaslit. So um, they play this game. It's called I Know My Truth. Okay, So I started playing I Know My Truth with my kids. And it's really simple. Like I'll look at my daughter and I'll be like, okay, you know, um, her shirt is orange. And they'll be like, no, daddy, my shirt is pink. And I'll be like, you got to say, I know my truth. So they go, I know my truth. And then I'll say, um, the sky is green. And then they'll go, no, daddy, the sky is blue. I know my truth. Or I'll be like, um, look, I'm holding up five fingers. And they'll be like, no, daddy, you're only holding up three fingers. I know the truth, right? So another thing is, is that when we were in the home, when I was in the home, when I was living in the home, um, my son asked me, he goes, what's a happy meal? And I go, well, it's this place where they give you a burger and a fries and, um, you know, you get a toy with your meal. And he goes, oh, I'd love to do that. And my ex is like, no, no, can't have a happy meal. It's horrible food, horrible food. I'm like, you feed them Lucky Charms and Rice Krispie Treats as like a staple of their food and waffles every day. I'm like, you have no idea anything about nutrition. Um, I was like, and not for nothing, like, you know, you guys can talk to me about it if you want, but I'm very nutritionally inclined, I guess you can call it. Like, I know a lot about nutrition. Um, and she just says, no, McDonald's is bad. And she's right. McDonald's is bad, but it's a treat for a kid. There's nothing more American than McDonald's, right? So um, I took them to McDonald's without her to get a Happy Meal. And uh, so it was so funny. While we're in McDonald's, my son goes, hey, daddy, can we play? I know my truth. And I was like, yeah, let's play. And he's like, OK, you go first. I go, OK, you're eating pizza right now. And he goes, no, daddy, I'm eating a hamburger. I know my truth. And I was like, good. I was like, um, we are at the pizza house. And they go, no, daddy, we're at McDonald's. I know the truth. And I was like, very good. And then um, like we were just going whatever they were saying and like, oh, I don't like Barbies. I was like, you like Barbies. I know the truth. Anyway, so they get done with their food and I go to my son and I go, hey. I go, 
you just made at McDonald's. And he goes, yeah. And I go, how was it? And he goes, it was good. And I was like, well, you were told for a while that this was bad food. Do you think this is bad food? And he goes, no, it was pretty yummy. And I said, you know the truth. And he just nodded at me. And he's like, yeah, this was good. And I was like, it's a treat. You're not going to get it all the time, but you do know the truth. And it's okay to eat this. And you don't have to feel bad about it. And he just nodded at me. And I was like, oh my God, like I could break this. And I didn't say like, oh, you know, your mom tried to convince you that it was awful food and your, you know, your mom did this, your mom did that. I didn't do that. All I said is you were told this wasn't good and you liked it. Right. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, so you know the truth. And that was it. Um, and then we went to the playground and, um, it was really nice. We got to the playground and, um, when we opened this, the gate door, my son, uh, he had some classmates that were at the park and he's like, oh, can I go play with my classmates? I'm like, of course go. I mean, I'm not that far away. I could just watch him. And I was playing with my daughter and, um, I was watching them play tag and like play like freeze tag and they were acting like robots and stuff. And I was just watching him run around and I just had this feeling of like, I got my kids back, man. I get to watch my little boy run around and play with his friends. And like, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it now. I love my kids and I'm a really good dad. And I had them taken away from me for no reason. And um, I'm so grateful to have them back. So now I get to see them. I got an extra seven and a half hours a week with them which is so nice. It's so nice. Um, it's a little heavy on gas because we all know the cost of gas prices now, but listen, it's a small price to pay. Um, it's a small price to pay. I'm so glad I have them back. Life is getting good. Life's getting good. Um, I got some money back. The house will be sold in 30 to 60 days. And, um, I already contacted and ins the inspector and the appraiser. So maybe next episode, I'll have an update for you guys about that. Um, so like 30 days, you know, and then also like, so the bills that I'm responsible now is for child support, 55% of the mortgage and my daughter's daycare bill, which is hefty, but my ex has um, got good health insurance. So she pays the health insurance. So I have to pay the daycare to kind of counterbalance that. Um, but I'm going to see if maybe I can get my daughter into free pre-K next year. And maybe that'll help that. And then I'll be off the, you know, then I'll just have to pay child support and I'll have my overnight stays at that time. And, Fuck, everything will be, oh my God, I'll be free from a narcissist. Um, So one more thing I want to touch on, um, the job stuff, because I mentioned the last thing, you know, about my job. Um, I mentioned I have a really good resume and uh, I didn't realize that the job market is what it is. The job market is good right now and um, my resume is good. I have management skills. I have um, sales skills. I have um, like pharmaceutical sales skills. And I applied to a lot of places and I haven't been offered, but I've already had three, um, advancements to very high profile pharmaceutical companies. I'm not going to name names here, but I'm going to be okay, man. One is even offering me a car. Um, and oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm very blessed. It's going to work out. I was talking with one of my friends. Um, you know, I've, I've mentioned a lot of times on this podcast, I, you know, Phil from Surviving the Covert Narcissist podcast. And uh, that guy has been super instrumental in my life and, and, you know, super inspirational to me. 
and uh, I was telling him, by the end of this summer, um, today is April the 1st, by the end of this summer, by the end of August, I'm going to have my life back. And you can call that manifesting. You can call it whatever you want. I'm going to be a lot better off. And I'm right there. I'm right there. Let's sell this damn house. I don't care even if she buys me out. I'll probably make more money on it if it does buy me out. But I am on track, man. And I want to send a very special thank you to you. You listening to this right now. I am so eternally grateful for this. I never intended to make a podcast. I just started an Instagram account and I was posting memes. And I never knew it was going to come to this. I never knew I was going to be on a mic telling you guys my secrets and my stories and stuff. But the amount of support that you guys have given me is a miracle. It's a miracle. I don't know how I would survive this without you. Um, you know, I'm talking to people all over the world. And um, I can't believe it. I can't believe how similar we all are. I hope I get to meet you guys all one day. You know, these these guests that I have on the show are so cool. You guys are all so cool. And I still have a lot in the bank. You guys are going to hear some really good episodes that are coming up. But seriously, guys, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for sticking with me through this. Thank you for coaching me through this. Um, I don't have all the answers. I don't, you know, I don't have all the answers. I'm doing the best I can with what I got. But what I do have is a lot of fight. I do have a lot of resiliency. Um, quitting is not an option. That is, you know, that has been a mantra of mine. Quitting is not an option. Um, yeah, quitting is not an option. Um, it's just nice, man. I really do appreciate you. I really, really, really appreciate you guys. Um, so I saw my victory. Um, I'll continue updating you guys. Uh, you know, especially if she doesn't obey the consent order, I'm going to get up her ass about it. I got no problem filing motion after motion until she does obey the consent order. But, um, good things are on the way <laughs> and, uh, I'm feeling very positive. I've slept really well in the last week, man. I've slept well. Good things are coming my way and good things are coming your way too. I promise you. Just uh, listen, for anybody who's still in your relationship, man, document evidence. Find out your um, recording laws in your state. Record, um, create a folder in your phone. Call it whatever you want. I called mine gaslighting, and I would just save incriminating text of contradictory things that she would say that didn't make any sense, or you know, she would say something one day and change it the next. Um, anything that you think might help you down the line, it's better to have more than less. Get as much as you can. Videos, doesn't matter. Figure it out. But please document because these narcissists, they think when they say things, it's the law. And it's not. And mine got shook when she realized what I had. And I told her after the consent order was signed, there's plenty more where that came from. So you better keep your allegations to yourself. Anyway, guys, I'm going to stop here. I appreciate you. I really, truly do. Um... Stay tuned for future episodes with some amazing guests you guys are going to love. Um, 
follow me at dimming underscore the underscore gaslight on TikTok and Instagram. Email me at dimmingthegaslight at gmail.com if you want to be on the show. And um, remember to rate, review, subscribe. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Please give it five stars on Spotify. Um, And thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, everybody.